you're ready, cause it's about time for you to speak your mind. Welcome to the Super Secret Girls Club. Yay, welcome back. These are your two favorite ladies for Wednesday mornings. <laughs> I'm Navi. I'm Marquetta. And with hidden Nico somewhere in the corner, um, Snorlax. She will start snoring here very <laughs> soon. Hello, everybody who is joining us live on Twitch and YouTube. Just a reminder, if you are joining us on YouTube, we will only be looking at chat on Twitch. Um, So if you are commenting, we just sadly won't be able to see it. But hop on over to Twitch. We will be interacting with you. Mm, Bobby, thank you for the sub. Thank you. Hello to all the first time chatters. Yay. I don't know what that noise is. (laughs) (laughs) The first time chatters. We love you all. Thank you so much for commenting. Um, Yeah. How you been, Kitty? Good. Yeah. How has your Wednesday been so far? My Wednesday has been okay. Yeah. Um. We got our hopes up in the studio um, over fiber internet, and our hopes got instantly crashed. So, so while, you guys, while you guys were watching Secret Invasion, I was dealing with that. Uh, emotions. Oh, no. Emotions were high, <laughs> and then they were low. It went by such a happy hill. But everybody, we will be uh, posting Secret Invasion uh, sometime today. Surprisingly, it was really good. Yeah, I will recommend watching it. The premiere was yeah. um, had very like it was a banger. Uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of sad I'm missing on this one because it just it's not timing well for me. I would be missing half of the show anyway, so I'm just gonna watch it on my own. Yeah, and we can talk about it later. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I think it's only six episodes. Yeah, um, so that and will work great. Yeah, I would literally be gone for half of the show for reaction. So yeah, I'm gone for two episodes, and one I was gone for this one. So we're gonna be switching out yeah. each other. So that will be interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, super excited. I heard it was in Prague, Moscow, but like they shot it in Prague. That will make sense because it looked like yeah, it looked like a Prague-ish. I almost said Prague-ish. it. <laughs> I they, almost mentioned that. Yeah. Um, Prague is really um, like affordable for mm. for uh, film crews to go to, and I think sense. they have some tax incentives as well. That makes sense. Um, so they usually, if they need like an innocuous European setting, <laughs> and they just go to Prague. <laughs> it usually happens in Prague, and everything else can be like CGI because they showed yes. um, uh, what's that Moscow's red. Like downtown Red Center, oh, Red, Red, Square. Red Square, Red yeah. Center, Red Square. They showed that, but for like for a very brief second. So mm-hmm. like I think besides that, everything yeah. else could have been yeah. Prague. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, that was great. Just straight coming from there to here. Um, but yeah, <laughs> how does that feel? <laughs> and oh yeah, I we had switched turns. I used to be you. Um, interesting because I was watching the time. We thought we will be done early, but it was like an hour long. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, like, okay, I have like six minutes. All right, bye, guys. (laughs) Like, let's head on over. Um, It's been interesting. Um, But yeah, how's your weekend been? Did you do anything crazy this weekend? Did we do anything this crazy? Because we had a long weekend. We had Juneteenth. Oh, we had had a barbecue. Yes. So we had a barbecue in our house. How was that? It was like the first time we had like family over in our house for like a thing that we were hosting. Because usually we go to our family, you know, Ah, they will cook for us. So we were like, both me and Chris were like, we need to make a good impression. Yeah. Oh my God. Like everything has to be perfect. So we were like stressing about oh. it. 
But it ended up being really good. Good, good. Um, all of the all of the barbecue we did was really good. good. Everybody had fun. Um, I was I was really annoyed about one thing, what? and that was getting my patio furniture um. because I really wanted. I I found what I wanted mm-hmm. at Lowe's, mm-hmm. and I was gonna go get it. Mm-hmm. I found it two months ago, mm-hmm. but I didn't get it because mm-hmm. we wanted to finish our patio first. Our patio is not finished, by the way. But Chris was like, let's just have it so that we can have family over. I was like, fine, whatever. Yeah. So I go buy it. Turns out everybody was buying patio furniture this weekend. Oh, because, yeah, it's and a long so weekend. everything was sold out. Oof. And I couldn't find... And, like, the, the, the furniture I found was, like, six chairs, like, big table. Oh, For nice. a really good price. Yeah. And it was all, like, wicker furniture, so it was beautiful. Oh, damn. And I ended up with, like... Some random chairs. Yeah, like, you know, like those, like, metallic. Oh, I, oh like, I hate those. I know. But, like, it, it's it's really comfortable. It's, like, one of those that, like, kind of swivels and, like, reclines. Oh, that's nice. So, like, the chairs are really nice. They're just, like, not, like... What you have pictured. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, a whole different vibe. So, I'm just, like... <sighs> just here. And it worked out. People yeah. had fun. I, nobody would let us know beside you that what you were imagining and what ended up being. Yeah. Sorry I missed out on that one. I had to go, um, my friend, she has two dogs here. She can't take it with her in international Qatar because they apparently passed a law that you can't have dogs. Like, you can bring dogs internationally. Mm-hmm. So, and they're two old dogs. So I was just seeing, like, if Nico will get along with them so I can bring them. The walk was fine. After walk, not so much. So, I'm left with a couple of bruises. We'll see how that goes. And I think oh at God. this point, it might be Nico who might be the problem. Oh, no. So Are you the drama? I think she might only be good with, like, small dogs, like Cashew. She does mm-hmm. well, but, like, probably not with big dogs. She comes off very aggressive. So <laughs> she comes, she's like, oh, my God, let me say hi. And other dogs get freaked out. It's like, okay, I might not be. So I don't know. We'll see. After I come back from my vacation, I might have another seed introduction. But I think three dogs will also be a lot. I want to help out somehow, but I don't want them to also separate their dogs. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm going to see if I can find somebody else who can probably like take them mm. um, and go from there. But that was my weekend. It was good. Yeah. I watched this that I want to talk about. Yeah, you should watch the documentary. I did watch the documentary. Joe Tell Max recommended it. it. It was called The uh, Case of Natalie Barnett. It's from Indiana. Indiana. Um, That's what he said. it's crazy it's on hbo and i binge watched it i think it's like six episodes yeah it just keeps on going and it's apparently about this family who adopted this child apparently six-year-old child has a dystrophic um oh my god what's that disability like she's a little person but she's even little than that um so she's uh, she has more um and then she's supposed to be six years from ukraine and this family had, like, foundation because their son has um, Asperger autism. So they started doing, like, daycare for people, who kids who needed help. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it for, like, 10 years. So they decided to adopt her, get her. And then some issues started coming along. Apparently, a mom found out that she had pubic hair. So it turned out to be, like, the way the star story turned out to be, like, maybe she's not six years old. An older kid who's trying to work. Have you ever seen the movie Orphan? Oh, like I have not. I don't think I've seen it, but I see where this is going. That now. movie is insane. So a six-year-old with pubic hair, probably yeah. not 
Not six year old, <laughs> but it was kind of hard to tell because of her disability. So it's like you can't really tell. So they're trying to. So the parents are trying to say like, "Hey, she was older. She was trying to make threats, like like making like hoarding knives." And there was a one point that she was like on like side of their bed, saying like, "I want to kill you guys." Like almost poisoned the mom. Whatever. Oh my god! And then, but turned what? out they re-aged her somehow. Apparently, that's a thing. You can re legally go to like court. And give them evidence, and they can re-age and give you a new birth certificate. Uh-huh. So they went there, and then turned out that she like they re-aged her to be twenty-two. Oh no! And then because she was twenty-two, they can she's no longer a minor, so they get her apartment, have her live there. Yeah. They don't come help her. Um. They don't. They give her apparently groceries every two week. Um. People who else are in the apartment, they're seeing this essentially a kid taking like her own groceries in the car like they will bring groceries they won't bring the groceries inside like she will have to carry the groceries inside can she inside. even drive she can drive yeah she's small she, right she's so small yeah she can drive um and she can grocery shop and like the apartment is not uh, handicap accessible like it's not low enough for her to cook or anything yeah so she and then she started like creeping neighbors out apparently <laughs> because like she was lonely like they took her phone oh my away God, it's so sad it's so sad it turns out that neighbors are kind of being weird because, like, she's making a claims how, like, she tried to poison her mom and they she wanted to know when they were coming back, like, wanted to hang out. At first, they were all trying to be nice, right? And then later on, like, she will just come to the house unannounced and then come to find out that parents were also apparently abusing her, um... And the Indiana parents, Indiana the parents, parents, the adopter parents, okay. like they didn't take care of her. They kind of neglected her didn't look after her. After one year when the lease ended, they put her in Lafayette with a set on the second story house without a phone, gave her a card that she could go get a food stamps in a really bad neighborhood. And they went to Canada because her her kid who had Asperger was really really smart and he got opportunity in Toronto, so they essentially just left her and then come to find out that she like she talked to a couple people like one per family and the family kind of adopted her like kind of took her in and then they kind of went after the parents and saying like no she is actually a kid even if you were re aging oh her she's still a minor she's like a twelve or sixteen year old that you left behind. Just kind of, and then after they in Canada, the parents. I mean, how had, could you even legally do like? How did they, who determined that she was twenty two? Apparently, the doctor said something, but doctor didn't testify. The parents took that note and took it to a judge, and judge was like, "Okay, so how old you think she came in?" And they're like, "Oh, she'd probably be like sixteen or 14. And after they like, "Okay, so it's been this long, so that means she was born in nineteen eighty nine. From that is twenty two, and that's not the case." But you don't know who's telling the truth. Oh my Honestly, god! Don't know who's telling the truth because the parents end up having a divorce, and what ends up happening that the mom, Christine, is the one who's was abusive to all the kids, abusive to her, apparently beat the shit out of her, and also abusive to dad. But so dad she's is in jail, right? They, she's in jail, right? They both went to court, but then get guilty. Ah! And it's still going on. This literally the case happened last year. They went to in prison, like a prison, and they all think that the parents kind of got away because they couldn't really say like the jury didn't have all the facts. 
And the way that Dewey had to make the decision was not really fair. So they kind of had to say that he's not guilty. Um, and then they found the mom from Ukraine and then found out that like the real birth certificate is that she is a minor. She's not a 30-year-old woman and living in a younger kid's oh body. Oh, God. And they just... Dude, this is insane. I will recommend to watch it. Um, I like watching documentaries like this. Um, it's not really a true crime. It's like essentially still going on, right? Like yeah. not like it's still going true on. True story. True story. Uh-huh. She is older. She's like apparently the family who got her. They were super nice in Lafayette. They essentially like kind of adopted her and it was like how can they do that and then they left her without a phone so when christine the mom whenever she will talk to neighbors she would just say like no you can't talk to them blah blah like she's like this it's a child so she kind of manipulated the child to say some things um she also has disabilities so you don't know there might be like learning disability there as well um yeah it's just so sad but when Joe and Max recommended it and I could watch it, I just kept on going. That was my whole weekend. <laughs> like, I just, like, kept on watching because I could yeah. only watch it on my iPad. So if I couldn't have my iPad, I was watching uh-huh. something else on my phone and I would go back to my iPad and kept That's watching funny. this and I finished it. Um, but the story is called The Case of Natalie Burnett. It's on H- It's on Max. It's by Discovery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Discovery Plus. So it's on Max. Um and it's six episodes. I think that dad is lying as hell. You think so? Dude, he started from the beginning and I think he's acting out. There was a one time. But you said the mom was abusing. I think they're both. Okay. I think mom was abusing and he didn't do shit about it. Okay. So he's also complicit, but he's right. trying to say that he's not. It was like, no, you are. It was a kid. You could have done something. Mm-hmm. Even if the mom found the, her, her place in Lafayette, you could have checked up on her. She has a disability. You put her on a second story with the steep stairs with a stove that's not accessible and then with no phone. That's insane. And they're like, oh, we put her in a I, really best spot. Like, And they were from Purdue. It's like, If you were from I Purdue, cannot. you would know how Lafayette looks like and you will know what the good spot like, will be. The, the least that should happen in the court, like I guess they were not convicted of anything, but no. the least that should happen is they should never be eligible to adopt a child ever again. Yes. Like yes. that is the minimum, especially if there's like a, a concern that maybe you were abusing, even if that, even it's just maybe, fuck that. Yeah. No. I mean, I think there was weird things going on with the kid as well because they tried to get her help and they couldn't help her because... This is a lot is going on in this. That's why it's six episodes because there's a lot going on. Like it starts out one way. I'm like, oh my god, there's an orphan story. Like that movie was actually really scary. And then it turns out to be something else. I'm like, who is telling what? And yeah. what are they saying? And like, I mean it's like crazy. But like kids sometimes get creepy. Like the thing with the knives, like that is a very taller thing yeah. to do. But <laughs> it, it also turned out to be like, if mom was being abusive, maybe she was holding knives to defend herself. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. it could go either or, right? And you can call it the other way. And the kids are so young. There were three boys and two boys are young enough. They didn't bring in the, in the documentary at all. The, the older kid did talk about it. Um, but I don't know. He also has some kind of disability. So I don't know what... It, it's crazy. I totally recommend watching it. Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's yeah, called The Case of Natalie Barnett. I think that I'm saying the last name correct because that's Barnett's family mm. that adopted her. So I think th- that was her last name. Mm. Um, and apparently in wow. Ukraine, 
when the mom had her, doctors in Ukraine essentially said, like, you shouldn't take her home because it's, she's going to be too difficult for you. And then they didn't take her home. And I guess they put her for adoption, somehow came to America. And then mom was like, I I can't believe I listened to your doctors. I should have, like, taken her home. But I was like, what hospital essentially says this, you have a kid who's going to be very difficult? Don't take her because home. Because of the disability? Yeah, because of disability. Because she's tiny. She has, oh, my God, I can't. I literally looked up the name, what she had, like, dystrophic, dysmorphia, I think something like that. I could be totally butchering it. But totally recommend it. I like listening to true stories because oh it just, God. like, keep you, but... I, I don't know. Maybe that's, don't watch it. I think I told you everything. That way too depressing, <laughs> honestly. But that's my recommendation of this week. Yeah. I'm going to try to do that. Great! Yeah, it's yeah, a great recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're yeah. also here to discuss a different show that Much both more... of us have watched yes. that is absolute trash. <laughs> <laughs> Reality TV. But... We enjoyed watching it because yes. we could turn our brains off completely and just watch someone else struggle. Yes. And they did. I, I love watching reality TV because of that very reason. <laughs> After you watch like a case like a Natalie Barnett, I was like, I'm going to watch everybody else have yeah. fights that don't really mean anything to me. Yep. You know, that show, like watching some of these really makes me feel better about my own life. Yes. And the choices. <laughs> yes. The reason why I watch reality uh, TV. So the show we're talking about today is called Ultimatum Queer Love. Yes, the first so one. There have been Ultimatum reality TV before, mm-hmm. but this one is the, the first queer edition. Yes. That's my understanding. So Pride Month, we wanted to talk about it yes. this month. Yes. Um, and I haven't watched it until like you and Brie were talking about it constantly and wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> and I just kind of wanted to be included. <laughs> That's how so we I decided pressure. to watch it as well. Yes. And uh, it was something. Yeah? Yeah. So tell us what Ultimatum is. So Like, what is the show I premises? Do, yes. Let me explain the premise. Yeah. And then I would love you to tell me if you think the premise has any, like, chance of success. <laughs> I haven't seen other seasons. I'm assuming, but I don't know. So basically, Ultimatum is a bit of a social experiment where... Five couples come in, um, and there is in, in in every couple, one of the person, one of the people wants to get married, mm-hmm. and the other person has cold feet for whatever reason. Yeah, the only um, reasons. And so the person that wants to get married issues an ultimatum, and ultimatum is that basically by the end of um, a certain period of time, I believe it was like eight weeks, two months. I think so. Yeah. Um, they need to either propose or they will break up. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they will find a new love yeah. in this show. So during those two months, you have one week to be with your your cup, your person to just kind of like suss things out, like how things are going to go for you guys in this in, on this journey. Mm-hmm. Then you break, break up. up. I think they break up. Like, they call each other exes. Right. Yeah, essentially. But essentially. Yeah, with quotation You break up. up in quotation marks, um, and then you... Date. You basically date around. So the, the group of 10 people that are coupled up, they're no longer coupled up, they're single, but they're still hanging out around the same pool. It's, it's like a, it's a recipe of drama. Oh my god! Anyway, <laughs> like, so they, they, they're just like kind of like get to know each other. They kind of like speed dating through it this week, and they couple up, 
with different people and then they move in with them for 21 days and have trial a trial marriage. marriage. And yeah. after those three weeks, they move back to their original couples for three weeks. And at the end of it all, they decide, do I want to marry this person or do I want to marry this other person? Oh or do God. I just want to fucking kill them both and move on with my life? Yeah. And, uh, Wow. It's crazy. So what do you think about the, like, the actual, just, like, the... The premise? The premise, without, like, this, like, what we've seen, like, this season. Just the premise of just Ultimatum. Just the premise of, like, this as a social experiment. So you know what's funny thing is? I was talking to Pat about it, and Pat, essentially, who goes, like, Oh, so you get a chance to fuck for the last time before you get married? I was like, technically, sure. I mean... I understand the premise, right? The idea is like people who are having a cold feed, they're essentially having a cold feed because they don't know if they want to spend the rest of their life with this one person. Um, That's so one of the reasons. One of the reasons. And like the other reason some people had because they wanted to be in certain financial space to be married and have a kid. Yeah. Or they didn't think the other person, they're giving ultimatum, they want to get married but not really sure if they are ready. So there are many reasons. But... Mm-hmm. It, it kind of does give a chance, I guess, people who have a cold feet to just what it would be like when you are out in, in a dating world because you have been with certain someone for so many years, you kind of used to the routine and you kind of out of it. What does that look like? And I overall, I think I kind of like the idea. Um, so people who are just joining in, we are talking about the show called The Ultimatum, Queer Love, where one person gives ultimatum and the other person have to make a choice when they want to get married or not. Um, I think the person who who has been weird on commitment, I can see it as in like, okay, maybe that would be a chance for me to date somebody, right? Let me go see what else is kind of out there and kind of reinforces that the person I'm with is good. And I think where the issue the show has is I guess people don't talk about the boundaries mm-hmm. and then those boundaries come to be because like once you are in that trial marriage my idea is you have broken up you in a trial marriage <clears throat> anything goes but if you haven't talked about it then it can be an issue mm-hmm. um but i think it's an interesting experiment would i ever participate hell no mm-hmm. um but yeah what do you think about it somebody who I, is married i am I was completely um, expecting the way it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, well, one that, so out of the five couples that have um, entered this, yeah. this this show, only one of them actually is still together now. Oh, shocker! That's true. I mean, they, yeah. Um, I think so they all had issues in the so towards the end of the show in like the. Um, penultimate episode every single one of them ended up proposing to each other mm-hmm. and I was just like nah girl <laughs> they're just doing this for the show like just I know it happening. you know they're just like filled with these emotions and like they are like I feel like ultimatum as a concept is very unfair true In like I just don't see how it's useful to anybody to be un- under pressure to make a life altering decision for themselves because if you're not ready, either that person that you're with needs to give you space, or maybe you're just not meant for each other, and then you both need to move on. Like I, I did. I felt like ultimatum is like slightly abusive. But isn't that the same point of the show though? Like if you are, let's say, I guess they use the word ultimatum, but the idea is like, hey, why are you not ready? We've been together for five years. 
let's give each other space date somebody else yeah i'm hoping that by end of it you realize what you had because you don't sometimes don't know what you have until you lose it and then it might be too late sadly um but i guess you can give each other space without like putting them with other nine women yeah. And hoping that they will find somebody because the, everybody has some kind of compatibility with somebody else. Exactly. Um, so, Watchdog, I saw a similar situation where a guy planned to propose to his girlfriend, but the girlfriend said we should see each other, see other people first, and be sure they want to spend the rest of their life together. The guy agreed, and he met someone. And when he met back up with the girl he planned to propose to, he broke up with her and proposed to a girl he was seeing while they were separated. Wild story. <laughs> Kind of what that happens in the show. basically what happened in the show. Yeah. 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 And. I just. Yeah. I just. I, f- I feel like when you push somebody against the wall, nobody is having a good time. I mean. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> somebody might yeah. be. Yeah. But it's like in general. Um, I just don't think. I, I, I didn't see anybody actually like sticking to that commitment. Like mm-hmm. when they proposed. I was like, I know they're going to break up. Yeah. And. In the end, we only have one couple that is still together out of five. Yeah, so, which is I guess twenty percent success rate. <laughs> insane. I need to follow up with that couple and see if they are still together. I think they, they are, are. I checked. They are. There was okay. a there was a, an article about them from two days ago. Oh, so cute. And they are still together. I guess they're gonna be spoilers. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So wait. <laughs> Where did Nico come from? <laughs> Nico, Nico is right here. She's always sleeping. On She's the, the secretest of the girls. Um, yeah, so, it's an interesting show. <laughs> yeah, so we talk about like reasons why some of the contestants. Well, you know what? Let's talk about the contestants. Yeah. So, and let's go like couple by couple. Tell me it. which one is your favorite. So we had um, we had Lex- Ma- Le- Lexi and Ray. and Ray. What did you think about them? Um, um, I liked Ray. I personally did not see them together. I did not see them together yeah. either. So it was weird when they came in together. Yeah. Um, also, I couldn't look away from Lexi's boobs. It was just <laughs> out there. Uh, it was I mean, kind of she, very... She can't really hide them. Can't really hide them either. <laughs> and it was just... I mean, I think she tried to because I think she was insecure. Obviously, it makes sense because mm-hmm. everybody's looking at your chest instead of you. Um... I didn't see them together. Do you want me to tell them a whole story? Or like just, no, just when they came like in? I guess your feels about um, them. They fine. I felt like Ray was very quiet. Mm-hmm. I think quiet on purpose in front of the camera. And I'm not sure if that's how she was in real life. But yeah. I did think she did not communicate her feelings mm-hmm. well enough. Or at least Lexi didn't give her a chance to talk about her feelings. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like Ray was very reserved and very just reserved. like generally didn't want to participate in the show, and it's it's just like I I felt uncomfortable every time like Ray spoke. I was just like I see that Ray doesn't want to be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? She's just like, like this is so sad. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Lexi and Ray, couple number one, couple number two. Spidey, Lexi used her tits for evil. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Uh, then we had Vanessa and Xander. Oh, I love Xander. Yeah? I loved Xander. I would date Xander. Xander seems... I love Xander. I love Xander, too. Um, like She was so sweet when she was giving that foot massage to Yoli. I was like, oh, that looks so nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, she knows what to do. Yeah. Um, Vanessa... Not so much. I wish Brie was here. No, actually, you like Vanessa. Because, no. Oh, you didn't? Well, 
Okay, well, okay. you came around to I her. had I had a journey with Vanessa. Literally, when when I first saw her, I was like, yeah, and that big fan. Yeah, she was. Sus. And then she said something really shitty about Xander and like her intention about like coming into the show was just kind of like fuck around, find out, mm-hmm. which she fucking did. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, yeah. She fucked around. She found out. Um, and um, I didn't like her because it seemed like she generally wasn't. She basically wanted to be in an open relationship, Mm -hmm. but she didn't, like, verbalize that. And she was like, well, I don't know how to, like, you know, express, like, myself and, like, do all, do, like, things that I want to do without hurting Xander's feelings. And I'm like, well, talk about it! Yeah. (laughs) Say what you want, like, you know, and if she's not into it, then you might have to break up, but, like, you can't have it both ways, you know? Yeah. But she was basically, I got vibes that she was, like actively cheating on Xander like every week and just living her like secondary life mm. and Xander was like babies wedding yeah you know yeah so I thought it was really unfair but I think that she really came around and realized that she does want to spend time her life with Xander but I also feel like I liked when Lexi called her out on her yes. manipulations because she was being manipulative she was I think, so I never came around on Vanessa. Um, the reason why I never did, like, when she came in, she she was fine. Like, she was, like, flirting with everybody else. And I think until she had that date with Lexi, where she essentially was, like, Yander, Xander never had sex with, like, she has a hard time having sex with other people. And she, like, <laughs> has sex with Vanessa. That means, like, essentially she has Xander in her back. Yes. Like, nothing's going to happen. So it doesn't matter. Uh, Xander's gonna find out that like whatever she has with Vanessa they kind of have to make peace with it and she mm-hmm. doesn't have to change until she realized Xander was falling for somebody else and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden this person who has never thought about getting married even talking to her dad like never thought about like commitment all of a sudden she turns around and was like oh my god now I want to get married mm-hmm. like now I don't I, trust yeah. that transformation that fast yes um, yeah, definitely. At all, like she could have still said, like Xander, like I am sad. I don't want to have, don't want to lose you. But I am having difficulty time with the marriage concept. Can we like figure something out? Yeah. So I never did because I think she was trying to manipulate and get Xander and tell her whatever she wanted to and get her in there. So that's where I feel like this show, the like, concept of the show, is a failure because I felt like. Vanessa truly like realized what she was losing. Yeah. And she really wanted she wanted like a second chance so she could like actually like give all of her love to Xander. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they really like deserved a second chance together. Um maybe without the pressure of like getting, married. getting married. Because Xander also came out of the show extremely confused. Yeah, very confused. So I don't think either of them were ready for wedding mm-hmm. you know but they could have maybe been like all right well that was a wild ride let's yeah. let's be in a relationship for a little longer and see how we feel after yeah. this you know what i mean but like because they were in a fucking ultimatum so. they're like well <laughs> we have to either get married or break up which what is it and so i felt like the breakup was kind of forced upon them makes sense and it was just kind of like make this choice now like is it Jolie or is it Vanessa? Yeah. And I think a good thing at reunion, it was kind of sad to see, right? Like, Vanessa was kind of saying, I understand where we end up being, but I lost a friend. 
and mm-hmm. that was like a sad part and i i think they kind of reconciled on they're like let's be friends again and mm-hmm. i don't know maybe that will turn into something else um but you're right i guess that part of the show is scary because like either you do propose or you break up there's no room to be like hey i learned some things about myself you learn some things mm-hmm. about yourself instead of just taking the step of getting married let's relearn each other together and see how that goes because xander was the one who gave ultimatum and even in the end she was like i don't know because i kind of fell in love with somebody else what does that mean the person i was gonna get married to no longer want to i'm getting married to somebody else and how do you give up that five years of relationship yeah um just because you think you have because you can still have feelings for other people um yeah but yeah i also upon like second i didn't watch this twice yeah i would not do that to myself <laughs> but like upon thinking about it more i do feel like they gave vanessa like the evil cut they did. the evil edit like they she was she, she was, was an evil person immediately turned evil she was the heel of the show and i thought it was a little unfair that um, i can see yeah because let's talk about yoli and mal because i would if there's if there is a villain in this show then it's yoli I'm sure everyone here has heard of Skillshare before, but just in case you haven't, Skillshare is an online learning community where you can learn a ton of skills. I used it in the past to hone graphic design skills, specifically the Procreate classes taught by Mimi Chow. So if there is a new skill you want to grow or an old skill you want to get better at, head over to Skillshare.com and use promo code ANNUAL30AFF for 30% off of your annual subscription. Really? Yes. Well... Yes, absolutely. I'm sorry. Every time, oh my god! (laughs) When she like, I love Yoli. Like the first, like when when she was with Xander, and I was like, this is like, I feel like they are like really like compatible. They were so compatible. And I was like, oh okay, I I root for them. But then she started getting really sneaky and shitty towards Mal. And I was yes. like, listen, girl, you need to not do that anymore. And then every time anybody would call her out on something, she'd be like, oh, I didn't do that. And deny. And then when it would be like, receipt. Yeah. Here's the receipt. Yeah. She was like, oh my God, I forgot. Bitch, what are you smoking that you forget everything all yeah. the time? Can I say, Mel was the best person throughout. She, justice for Mel, I, I will... I will also date Mel. I actually, she was great. I love Mel. I loved Mel because when she was with Lexi, she was so understanding when Lexi was doing her drama with Ray and Vanessa. Mm-hmm. I will call it drama because she was... It was dumb. Because it was so stupid. <laughs> um, and then Mel, when it comes to Jolie, like, she was also like, Yoli, you in love with somebody else. You apparently love with two people. I'm here for it. Like, I, like, I, but I want to be here for you. And love Mel. Mm-hmm. Fucking love her. Yes. And... I think I did agree, like, I did like Xander and Yoli together, and I think they should have kind of done more, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, I think after them watching the show, I can see why they weren't together, because, like, after Mel proposed, Yoli accepted, she went to go talk to Xander, I was like, what is happening Mm -hmm. here? And they're, like, one of their bar... Yeah, like, Yoli was, like, one of those people that kept looking, like, past the fence to see if the grass got any greener. Yeah. But, like, she didn't make... She wanted commitment, but she was actively avoiding commitment. Even though she got the commitment. I was so confused about her. Yeah. Like, I really liked her at first, and then... um, Then she, like, started to get it really passive-aggressive with Vanessa for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm called for. Like... 
I did not like Vanessa, but I didn't think she needed that all kind of that cut. all that shit from Yoli. No. And, um, yeah, and I just I didn't I did not appreciate Yoli at all yeah. in the end. Mel got where does she where where do they live? <laughs> because Mel was like oh got such an understanding person. Um, I don't think I've ever seen like oh that kind of understanding person in oh, reality. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. she kept her cool until she couldn't. Yeah. Like she lost it, which I'm like, how have you not lost it early on? And did you see what Yoli did when she lost it? She tried to calm her fucking dog. Oh yeah. I was like, like what the hell? Like <gasps> no. <laughs> um, but dude, it's just it's interesting. Like a reality show brings a really interesting idea around. Like you know, your personality comes out, mm-hmm. and then you can't really hide it from the camera and from the whole world. And just seeing how Mel went about it, and yeah, that. Like, I was all for Yoli till the very end. I was like, no, Yoli, you're just fucking up. Like, you're saying one mm-hmm. thing and now you're doing other. And yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about Tiff and Mildred. Oh, Tiff. That was weird. So we come to find out apparently <laughs> Mildred was abusive. She went to... How are you not shocked by that? I guess I don't know. Um, Mildred is a walking red flag. Yeah, is she? I didn't think about that until when she was with Aussie because Aussie was also a walking red flag. Oh, Aussie is absolutely a walking red flag. Yeah, but Aussie acknowledges it and working works on herself. True, and it was interesting um, when that whole thing went down. Um, I came around on Tiff. I wasn't sure about Tiff, but I understood where she was coming from. And but till the very end, when she was like, "Oh, I've been gaslighted," I was like, "Oh shit, there's mm-hmm. a whole things happening." Um, they're fine. I don't have much say to say beside Mildred is crazy person. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I mean, the the thing also is that like we don't really know because. You know, it it always boils down to he says, she says. Yeah. We can judge the things we saw on camera, but there's definitely other things going on behind the camera. And yeah, I just, I, I, I felt like Tiff had a lot of learning to do as well. Like her communication style was not great. No. Um, if she had any like non-negotiables like her dog, she should have said that before she started living with somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think Mildred did the same thing with her son. Yeah. Um. It's just kind of like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how you guys are together. Like you shouldn't be together. Why are you on a show? Break up. Yeah, it makes no sense. So unruly kid. Um, the producers did tip so dirty. I agree with that. Um, I do think they put her in a weird spotlight. Um, but at the same time, I don't think she did any justice to her either, mm-hmm. because Sam was so confused when she talked about dog, and I watched like Tatum after the re- reunion mm-hmm. where they ask about Sam, Sam was like, I, like, Sam was like, I love dogs. Like, dogs are not my problem. The problem, I think, what it ended up being when we were in that argument was like, it seems like there's something else hidden behind it and you're taking it over me not liking dog. And then yeah. she was trying really hard to get that communicated out of Tiff. And I think she did a good job of trying to get that communication. It's like, what, what is going on? But I don't think they did a good cut. They made it look like... Uh, Sam didn't like dogs. Listen, <laughs> Tiffany made Sam cry, and yeah. that that is fucked up. That's true. That's you can't true. make Sam cry. No, no. And <laughs> again, and I agree with you. Like, if dogs are your uh, deal breaker, be like, 
I will always make sure. Like uh, now, when Nico's like, "Hey, do you like dogs?" Because she's there, and I think there's some things we can work on. Like if pe- person say like, "Oh, they don't like having a dog on the bed," that's fine. That's not a deal breaker. We can work through it. Like she doesn't have to be on the bed. Mm-hmm. We will just have to, you know, get that trained because she's used to the bed. Yeah. Um, and then I know eventually, person will give in and we'll like the dogs on the bed like it's not gonna, like, not gonna be my deal breaker i will train the dog i will train the fact, dog i'm training you exactly <laughs> once you'll probably love it the dog you will want dog everywhere that's so funny. because that's exactly what me and mom said we will never have dog in the bed second night come uh, on the bed come on the bed come on the bed <laughs> um but i think like stuff like that like if you have a kids obviously that needs to be discussed right away uh yeah. it's not something that you can spawn on somebody later on it has happened to me a few times mm. like i've been on a date where like person didn't say they had a kid until like at the date and it's like i guess now that i know you i'm fine with the idea of you having a kid but i know if i had known that before i probably would have thought of twice yeah so i can see why like putting down your profile might not be a good thing but don't wait until like second day that should be like the first thing you talk about it yeah um, i do think you should talk about pets yeah pets dogs yeah. Pets like pets people pe- like yeah kids. children yeah everything that's your deal breaker kind of yeah. like mentioning beforehand so that was kind of weird that mm-hmm. tiff didn't mildred oh mildred i don't know mildred is just i so i feel like what happened with tiff like tiff and mildred have been in this on and off thing and I think Tiff learned a lot of bad communication from Mildred that she quickly unlearned with Sam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, she thought this is how you treat people in a relationship. Yeah. And yeah. Sam was like, you will not talk to me like this. Yeah. And Tiff was like, oh, shit. All right. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah because I guess they've been, they've been doing on and off. Any couple who does on and off, that's just bad. Yeah. You just be off. Also love tiff's friend ah jessica loved her i love her there have been petition going on to make her a host for next one. Oh yeah like, she's great she was so good the advice that she was giving out like dissing out i was like natasha is it natasha what's up what was it jessica 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 i don't yeah. know where natasha came from I Jessica, think there, was, there was a natasha oh uh, jessica dude i want her in my life i want her as a friend she was or so was good. I don't know. Now um, you're confusing me. I'm Spidey. I think, I'm um, like 90% sure it's Jessica. <laughs> I, might be Jessica, but her friend, whoever okay. she was, was the best thing ever. Uh, Natasha and Alicia would be an amazing two-person hosting. I think it was Natasha. Okay. Um, Unruly Cats. Was Natasha Tiff's friend? Whoever she was, she was so good. She was great. She was asking all the right questions. All the right questions. You know what I thought was really awkward? Yeah. Lexi and her parents. That was weird. Like, why would you talk to your parents about your girlfriend getting fingered? It was so weird. That is too much. That is too... TMI, first of all. Second of all, your dad clearly didn't want to be there also. Uh Like, I did not appreciate it, Lexi. Like, clearly Lexi was the only person in that entire dynamic who wanted to be on TV. Yeah. Her dad didn't want to be there. Ray didn't want to be there. And their mom was the only one, like... Trying doing, to do doing commentary. Yeah. And it was so fucking awkward. It was awkward. It was Natasha. Thank okay. you, Unruly Cat. Sorry. Um, I don't know where I got Jessica from. <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Natasha was great. I fucking loved her. The second time she came around with Mildred, I was like, yes, I want this scene. I want to watch this scene carefully. 
because she asked good hard questions yeah. that a friend should be asking mm-hmm. in like situation like those and yeah. I was like good good damn like I can't believe you're friends with Tiff and you're putting Tiff on the hot hot spot right now mm-hmm. um, but was, great she was hot too she was hot too oh yeah she was she kind of gave me like Lily Superman Superwoman why do you ever watch Lily sing Superwoman no Um. okay she's mm-hmm. like youtuber from canada but like she started yeah from i know that vibe. Is, yeah, yeah yeah i just haven't watched her um give yeah. me her vibes like yeah it was great yeah. i loved her but yeah she was good who's the next so the last couple we did not well we kind of talk about is sam uh, and, and aussie. aussie those are the ones that are still together which, which i'm surprised i honestly i think uh all respect due to sam because i would not be able to deal with somebody who walks away from me when we're having a conversation yes even if a conversation is hard to have you can ask for a a little bit of space but you can't just walk away can't walk away that is that's just so rude the funniest scene to me was when she was with mildred and she comes in the middle of a night pack up her stuff and she's like I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm gonna be clear. I'm not running away. While she's packing the bag and she's walking out the door, I was like, "You're running away! Like you're literally walking out of this relationship." Yeah. Nico, um, Lita. See, you don't you don't look at her, I'm and sorry. then she comes closer, and then she's like, "This is my time." Um, Mercer, I finished the wire. Um, okay, we'll talk about that later. Sorry, we're still talking about this one show. Um, Mix it up. But so out of these people, we just talk about them all. Um, who was your favorite and who would you date? Oh, I will definitely date Mel. Yeah? Um, I will definitely date Mel. And my favorite was... I think Mel was my favorite. Natasha was my favorite, even though she wasn't playing. <laughs> um, and I really liked Sam. Um, I think Sam... I love Sam. Yeah, Sam was very understanding. Sam is an angel. An angel. And I don't know how she is with Aussie, to be honest. Because... Aussie, who's like 40-year-old woman, right? Mm-hmm. She's old. She still hasn't told her parents that she's lesbian. Mm-hmm. And at that show that she's, they still haven't told her parents that they were engaged, which is insane. I totally understand. Like, me coming from a brown culture, right? I wouldn't tell my parents I'm dating somebody unless it's really serious. Mm-hmm. Um and if it's somebody who's not brown, I can totally see that being an, a huge issue that you kind of have to like wait to make sure you're fully there. But if you're engaged, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you kind of have to have that discussion. And it, yeah. yeah, I understand like having a rough upbringing, but like if you are, you're not 21, mm-hmm. you're 40, you have learned so much about your life. And I'm pretty sure your parents at this point will be just happy for you to find somebody that makes you happy. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet on that. That's true, too. <laughs> Honestly. Then move on. You're already an independent yeah. woman. Um, yeah. And if they don't accept you at this point, like, you got to make yourself happy. So I feel like I, I was super annoyed at Ozzy, but I also felt like she had a lot of things going on in her life. Mm-hmm. And I mean, at the age of 40, yes, that's kind of late in a game that you're addressing it now. But I mean, some people just don't get there sometimes people need other people to ask them the right questions Mm -hmm. she was literally telling how sam was actually like questioning like so what is like what's your gender identity have you ever asked yourself that you know and she was like well i don't know actually like i don't know maybe maybe you know she was considering transition at that point Mm -hmm. but like she's 40 i mean yeah she should have figured her shit out but like that just 
she's a boomer too that's true too you know like it takes a while that, that it just it, there's just so many things in her life and like the way she was talking about her like childhood like both both her and her brother are queer oh yeah but their family doesn't know this can be that would be like there there hard. must be something yeah. you know there that like i ozzy was annoying as hell mm-hmm. but i also very much understand that this is hard yeah it it is and you know i i yeah i totally agree with you know like i think we are like as millennials with in our 30s just not figuring out that we need therapy um yeah. so but boomers that's also kind of a late <laughs> one's like yeah it's yeah. gonna take a while for you to realize because therapy is just not getting okay mm-hmm. and i think those two are the one that they can really get benefit from couple therapy and also just a therapy like i hope she is in a therapy because like there's a lot of questions that needs to be discussed um yeah yeah um, unruly cats as a queer person who does a lot of counseling for kids in the community i think I think that you have to come out narrative can be pretty harmful. Yes, I, yeah. I think everybody needs their own timeline. Very you true. Know? Like, you don't know where they, like, they're, what they're, especially for kids. Yeah. You, you need support system until you're 18. Mm-hmm. Maybe coming out is literally, like, life-threatening for you. Yeah. So you should not be doing that. Yeah. Um, I mean, as soon as you can, like, establish some sort of autonomy or, like, independence financially I think that's and big. otherwise, then live your truth. But just, like, be safe. Yeah. I think that's the one thing I've learned from my therapy and from you. It's, like, some things that you don't think about it, but, like, ideas, like, I've made myself financially independent because of <laughs> this very specific reasons, because I may have to be in a situation where my parents may not accept whatever decisions yeah. I make. I mean... They're okay with me being a YouTuber. Who had thought of that? <laughs> um, but I think that's just unconsciously things that you do. And Aussie did those things. Like she's financially independent. She lives on her own. And she has a very good support system who's been with her so much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think and she has a good group of friends. Like she has a one really good friend. Um, I think that needs, yeah, she just needs to oh make sure Sorry. that she needs to trust them. Trust mm-hmm. them, they will be there, and then yeah. kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, Mercer, my brown parents would have made a chapati out of my ass if I was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Brown parents don't uh, even recognize anything beyond heterosexuality. Not only brown parents. No, that's not. Ex- my 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 mom is coming around. Yeah. Uh, but my dad is just extremely homophobic, mm. and it's this is like part of culture yeah like this it's this comes in time i still you know like there's so many backward things happening in the united states right now with like all the laws passing and just like just everything Everything. but like still still america the united states is still one of the most progressive countries when it comes to lgbtq plus rights Mm -hmm. in in my country which even is not religious country, yeah, yeah. but it's still like the traditionalism is ingrained in the culture. So you still have like, yes, you can enter in like a legal partnership mm-hmm. with a, a same sex person, mm-hmm. but it's not the same. It's oh. it's a legal partnership. It's not called marriage. Okay. You don't get, and by the way, it's the same in, in a lot of states here as yeah. well. It's just called legal partnership. But like you can't, for example... Put your legal partner on like an insurance plan 
you can So what's the point of like your taxes are not the same as like joint marriage couple taxes. Yeah. Like there's still so many like unequal things that are putting queer people at a disadvantage um like economically. Yeah. And it's, for no reason no like, reason. You might as well like it yeah it's it's very difficult um yeah even my parents i think at this point my mom can see the argument but i think they even though she knows i'm bi i don't think she has ever accepted it <laughs> because i haven't really like challenged that concept mm-hmm. right um but i don't know how they will feel if i do bring home a woman mm-hmm. and i think that's been a whole thing that i discussed with my therapist but yeah um but it's, i i don't know i think it's just they're okay with it as long as it's not them mm-hmm. like it's not within their vicinity and mm-hmm. i think that's a lot of people that go about it like oh it's fine until they're challenged it's like yeah. are you is it it's like in check it's even like young people still are kind of stuck up in this mentality mm-hmm. like it's just happening way slower yeah the, the change one of my friends came to visit me and her brother like we were walking on Mass Ave. There's this. There's one gay bar called Metro. Yeah. And it. also the the Prague Underground system is called Metro, and it's literally the same logo. Oh, it's is like, it? Take a picture here. Like this is like part of Czech Republic. Yeah. And it's like okay. So I'm like trying to take his picture, and they were asking me like, what is this place? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a gay bar. And yeah. they were like, Ugh! like no, don't take my picture here. Oh my god. And I was like, are you fucking okay <laughs> right like, now? No. What's happening? And he was just, like, so offended that I was just, like... And that was literally a day after we all hung out with, like, a group of my friends who are, like, largely queer. Yeah. And I'm, Did like... Did you not know that? Are you aware that, like, you were talking to this person and that person and that person and that person? All of them are, like, either bi or gay or, like, whatever. Something, yeah. And he was just, like... I like, he was, like... <laughs> then, like, the one thing that he said I hate when people are like this is about, like... Oh, I guess it's, I guess, like, you know, when, when a girl is bi, I guess that's fun because they can bring, like, another girl. I hate that. And I was like, I what? I hate that. I hate that so, so much. Um, or, like, or just, like, oh, uh, so, like, you know, when, when you're, like, when you girls are hanging out, you're just, like, <laughs> like licking each other's vaginas. And I'm like, no. Like, <laughs> well, no. Do, you, do, you, well, do you do that with other girls you hang out with? Because you're heterosexual? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh, God. Oh, oh blind way, right? Oh, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much, waivers. Or blind, what are you called? What are you guys called? Waivers? They are waivers. No, blind riders. Waivers. Riders. Waivers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Raiders. Welcome to the Super Secret Girls Club. Thank you so much for joining us. We are talking about one of the reality TV show. You have joined it. an interesting topic. Yes. Um, our topics are changing every week. Um, but this one happened to be about the ultimatum, the show, the queer yes. love for June month. So we're talking about, yes. Gay let's, stuff. Let's, yes. <laughs> let's talk about... Are you Regina instantly? <laughs> Welcome. Let's yes. talk about the representation. Because... In the show? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the show, obviously, very important to, like, showcase queer love. Yes, we absolutely. We love to see it. But at the same time, I I personally had some issues. Like, did you? How did you feel about the... Like, these 10 people being kind of representation of like queer love lesbian love also girl on girl like just not not even like like love relationship but just like friendship yeah stuff yeah 
I thought they were so fucking messy. Yeah. And I'm not like this at all. And I just, I was like getting triggered sometimes because I'm just Tell like, you are, you are showing us women in such a bad light and like just confirming all these stereotypes about women that I don't want to be associated with. To give Please, me an example. <laughs> like Lexi, Lexi was driving me up a fucking wall. Oh yeah. She was very stereotypical like stereotypical and woman like too. why like when when yoli and that's what this is why i guess i was like siding with vanessa in the end yeah because i really didn't appreciate when yoli and um lexi when, yoli lexi and somebody else i forgot who was the third person I that think participated mildred? yeah mildred all created this like toxic mean girl circle and just like yelling at Vanessa. And I was just like, can you all fucking calm down? Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Also, I heard that Sam um, Sam said that the only two people she would invite to her wedding is um, Tiff uh-huh. and Vanessa. Oh, wow. Interesting. Um, so, I, I mean, as a representation goes, it repre- it, I was fine with it because it was something. <laughs> Right. Yep. Something is better than nothing. Something is better than nothing. We haven't really explored a queer love um, in a reality show. I'm curious to see if there's gonna be love is blind kind of style. But how do you even do that? You can't. You can't do love is blind. Mm. Um, But it was with the ultimatum, the way the show is, and doing a queer love. Like you kind of saw all of them, and I thought you. We saw everything, like from somebody who is as well adjusted as Mel, uh, from queer side, kind of a masculine side. True. Same with Tiff. So it was interesting when they were all dating. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes like I've never dated somebody who is masked or like somebody yeah. who's just as masked as me. And it's one of those things, right? Like as a queer person, there are specific things like I would love to date who is a woman of a woman, like girly as a girl. But I. Uh-huh. <laughs> the stereotype still sticks with me. Like, the stereotype of, like, Yoli, the stereotype of, like, Mildred, ha- I have come across those. Mm-hmm. Because in the end of the day, you are a woman. Um, and a lot of times, everybody needs therapy. <laughs> so not everybody has... Everybody, everybody needs therapy. therapy. Everybody hasn't dealt with their drama, and that kind of comes through it. Yeah. Um, and it, I didn't think that was too odd, um, you put a lot of like in a reality TV you've always seen when you put women together and there's always gonna be one mean girl if I didn't see one I'm watching the show for drama right if I don't see the drama I I'm guess. turning it off <laughs> I'm I turning know. it off if I'm watching reality TV I'm watching for drama and if everything's hey same with love is blind like if there's a couple who are very well adjusted whenever they go there skip 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 I don't care about you you are very like you gotta figure it out I wanna see with the toxic <laughs> Like a toxic people app because I want to feel better about my life because whatever shit they're doing. Right. Um. So I didn't. I wouldn't mind the drama, but I did think it was. It, it was. It was gonna happen. You put so many women together. <laughs> a few of them who are mean girls are gonna come to find each other, and then mm-hmm. they're gonna find somebody to scapegoat on. Mm-hmm. Um. To find somebody to like rumors about, and I think Lexi just felt. I, I don't know betrayed is the right word. I think Lexi kind of felt like, oh, she came with the somebody. She gave the ultimatum and all of a sudden she kind of fell for this person who she will never fall for. It turns out that person was just using the show to be something. And I think she felt kind of a betrayed that like she kind of fell for somebody who was like that. And mm-hmm. I think that she turned Vanessa into a bad person. Um, 
But yeah. hey, there was drama. I was fine with it. Um, <laughs> overall, I was fine with the show because it kind of gave everything. Um, it kind of gave um, people who were not good at communicating trying to learn how to communicate. People right. who always run away were running away and still trying to stay and stick, like make it work. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who are very girly and you can still be a queer doesn't mm-hmm. have to like. I don't have to like look at you and be like you have to look and dress a certain way. Yes. And people who are masked and they are very nice and understanding. Fucking loved Mel. I cannot say this enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I thought it was like really interesting. I guess I guess it's true. There was like a lot of variety. A lot of variety. Um, and like, for example, com- comparing uh, Mel and Ozzy who are like more masked mm-hmm. than, uh, you know, some of the other more feminine contestants mm-hmm. on the show. And like how they, like Ozzy just, just, internalized toxic masculinity yeah and she was just like a male through and through you know because i think she was just like that is, that is these are the male examples that she saw in her life that she mm-hmm. was trying to like imitate because she wanted to be that but mel i guess like her upbringing was different and so she had like all this like just openness about her mm-hmm. and the way she communicated was just like so vastly different so vastly different oh my god yeah so well. So I guess that that's great. That's a great point. That it was like really showing, even even within like the, the subgroups. Yeah. Still, like everybody's different. Every single person is unique. Yeah. And and I haven't seen the other shows, other seasons of Ultimatum, and I keep going back to Love Is Blind because that's the only show I kind of have seen a lot of the seasons. Mm-hmm. Even in that, you will always find like some girls to like come together, right, and this on someone. And I- honestly, that's cool. Like. Just don't do have, it over the well but yeah yeah. Um, yeah i just i just at some point you are not like trying to address a thing at mm-hmm. some point you turn into bullies yeah and i felt true. like i felt like in during that dinner at some point they were just like bullying vanessa they were and i was i just felt uncomfortable it was i even though i was a big fan of vanessa the way they treated her was horrible yeah. because it's like you guys are know it not better um, especially Yoli. Yeah, especially like her and Mildred. It was like Mildred, what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me? Like going, and let's talk about the finger gate. <laughs> that they call it. Oh my god, such a stupid term. Finger gate. Um, I, it was interesting in reunion when Lexi brought up, and I think it was a good point to discuss that you know what they think is sex might not be the oh, same yeah. definition mm-hmm. of what you consider as sex. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of time in the community when they say like, oh. Two women are having sex. That's not really a sex because she hasn't really lost her virginity because she wasn't penetrated. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Sex can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Yeah. Um, it just depends on how you define it. Um, in the, que- the queer community, um, especially with in lesbian community, um, you know, not the one person have a dick so like it can be very different so i think it's just a matter of how you define it for mm-hmm. me more so it's like if both people have orgasm you're good whatever you do <laughs> like it it, it it end up being just oral but that's what it is yeah, and i think oh you can oral sex. exactly um <laughs> it's still a sex and then you can have toys and stuff like yeah. however you want to do it like whatever works for the other person mm-hmm. again communication goes a long way but i think that was a really good point for it to bring a un- reunion because yeah. a lot of people are like they just finger that doesn't mean anything they didn't have sex so like that depends never, on what you talk yeah. about and that, that honestly never crossed my mind because it was really? just kind of like more so like this is an intimate moment 
And mm-hmm. like, yeah, I mean, you entered somebody. Yeah. Like, if yeah. we're talking about the physical aspect, you kind of entered somebody. Doesn't matter. How. Doesn't matter. And on the other side, like, you have the emotional intimacy, where like you're like you're already living together. Like, this yeah. is huge. Yeah. But then if you're already like become like physically intimate. It doesn't really matter to what degree. Like, it's happened. It's happened. Like, even you have to... If you're okay with them kissing each other, you have to be okay with them doing whatever else. Exactly. I think the one thing I was really weirded about the show, and I don't know if that's true for the other seasons as well, is, like, Lexi being such an uproar that her ex has sex with somebody else. It's like, the whole concept of the show is you broke up, you find somebody else, you live with that person as a trial marriage. Mm-hmm. Unless you had specifically talked about beforehand that, hey, we are broken up, but you're not allowed to have sex with anybody else. That's a different thing. But you're broken up. Mm-hmm. You're with somebody else. Yeah. And for you to figure out that if you really want your ex back, you kind of have to put your full emotion in it, right? Like, Lexi didn't put her full emotion. She didn't do go through the full experiment. So, no. justice for Mal. She was focused um, on Vanessa so much. So much. And... Yeah, and then the other one, like, yeah, so the whole thing's, like, I, I didn't understand that whole concept because in my in my eyes, you're broken up. You're on a break. Ross and Rachel break. You're on a break. <laughs> Things can happen. And yeah. the whole concept of this, like, you signed up. Like, Vanessa, like, Lexi, Lexi you signed this up for yourself. Mm. You came here. You knew what you were getting into. And I think she was just so hung up that Ray was with Vanessa and not really necessarily Ray had sex with somebody else. It could have been that. Yeah, I don't know. I think it was both. Yeah. And I think this Lexi was just very controlling. Yeah. I agree with Unruly Cats. Uh, there was like a lot of red flags <laughs> about that, which it's just like, no, I I mean, this is, this is the kind of person I expect to enter an ultimatum. Yeah. Like she was the poster ultimatum child. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it it was learned a lot. I think I learned a lot from there as well. Um, <laughs> and H-E-F-B, yes, I am on Ross's side. They were on a break. <laughs> Fight me on this. <laughs> they were on a break. Shit happens. And then you can go. What's the point of a break? What's the point of a break? <laughs> exactly. Or you just say, I need a space. Those are two different things. If you need a space, you're still together. You're taking a space. But if you say we're on a break, you want a break. <laughs> yeah. Like, there you go. Do you have any non-negotiables for a partner? Um non-negotiables yeah I mean, or we anything talked about that was the... displayed in a show that like you'll be like okay i'm i'm through we're through i would be so non-negotiable for me would be i guess what i saw aussie like walking out so many times mm-hmm. um i think oh, after yeah. third or fourth time i'll be like no we're done no. um like first time it happens let's talk about it what did happen and then she will say, like, I'm sorry. Like, right? Like, people do that. Like, I'm sorry, kind of thing. Then let's figure out, like, the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. You can go to a different room and we can come back together. Mm-hmm. Or just let's pick a safe word. It's like, hey, peaches. Like, I need a space. That's fine. <laughs> go for him. But, like, if you walked on, walked out on me, like, three or four times, no. No. Let's figure something else out. Um, but beside that, like, I didn't think... Ray and Vanessa's situation was not breakable because we were on a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. like, whatever happens, it happens. But I think the point would be, like, I'm not good at communication. I realize I'm horrible at communication. I'm working on it. 
But if you walk out on me yeah. at the middle of night, that's yeah. a very different thing. Definitely. Yeah. And yeah. also, I think the other thing was, like, I could see Aussie, when Mildred was trying to have a conversation with Aussie, like, Aussie was very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody's uncomfortable, stop. Yeah. Don't push on it. And, like, she started being passive-aggressive, too. Yes. At that point. And it's just like, okay, that was a bad move. That was a bad move, <laughs> yeah. I think that's the really, like, just... That's the, I think, I don't know, like, just read the room. If I'm being uncomfortable, like, obviously talk about it, let's circle back. But, like, don't keep pushing on the same thing again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that's my problem, too. But if you can't tell that I'm uncom- uncomfortable, that's saying a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, my, but, my big non-negotiable that I learned the hard way mm-hmm. is, like, if you bring up, like, if, if something happened and we have an argument and we made it through, survived it then it's it's done it's done we are not bringing it up again and uh, he said she said to prove a point that like is long forgotten yeah. you know like that i was in a relationship with uh with a person that just would keep bringing like something i did that i also also didn't even understand how it was wrong yeah but it was just like used as manipulation to like make me feel guilty so that i would just always say yes to anything yeah and that yeah that was like a pattern that i could see in lexi and i could imagine i'm and again i'm just like speculating but i would not be surprised if they actually broke up over the fact that lexi kept bringing vanessa back again in any argument it was like well you got fingered and you know like you talked about it because i i I agree to me and uh and like i just like i could see that in lexi and i was just like i would not be around this person if they brought up Vanessa three times, that's it. I'm out. Like, you already talked about what else can you do. And I agree yeah. with that because apparently they did get engaged and they broke up for the same fucking reason because of the past things they couldn't walk. Like, they couldn't move forward from there. It was like, you are engaged. Didn't you talk about this already enough? Like, what else can we do? <laughs> um, but yes. Um, yeah. the uh, Mercer, what's a non-sexist safe word you can think of? Vegemite is a good one. Um, <laughs> the other one, I like the word peaches or yellow. Like yellow, let's just slow down, whatever it is. And red, just stop. Foliage. Foliage. <laughs> Foliage. Okay, I, I'll be so bad with like, that word! That word! Foliage. I wouldn't think of the word. Like, Foliage. It's so funny. I love oh, it. Yeah. So right. somebody asked what other show we'll be talking about. So next week, I'm going on vacation, so it'll be just Ketty. The following week, we might have to cancel it. And mm-hmm. then later on, it'll be just me in three weeks. After that, we're going to be talking about Black Mirror. Yeah. We're going to start watching Black Mirror on our own. So we'll be trying to bring like, discuss that. Um, so I see some people have already been consumed by it. So mm-hmm. that will be a good discussion. So um, there will be SSGC next week. I don't. Yes. I have not fully decided on the topic, but one of the boys will be joining me. Yes. Um, maybe I will ask him uh, some. I don't know. Uncomfortable dude. Um, dude, codes questions. Guy code. Guy dude code. code. <laughs> Do that. Do that. <laughs> but yeah. All right. We are going to raid someone. Tess Fisher. We're going to rate Tess Fisher. Tell her to normally send their regards. And we'll see you guys soon. Thank you. Have a great week. Have a great week. Get ready. Because it's about time for you to speak your mind. Like a hundred.
Super Secret Girls Club. They were like, we're not staying behind because only 55 stayed. Exactly. 